Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful. Live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. <laughs> Hi, Liz. Hi, Lee. Welcome home. Yay, I think. Yes, we're I happy know. to be back. It's questionable. Yeah, it is. Well, we, um, we've had quite a trip. We've been gone for three weeks. A good three weeks. Yes. that. And we are back to be with you guys. We've missed you, except we wish you were with us and we were not back in here in our... Right, no. right, right. No, I did a good friend today. We were chatting after class because we were back in the studio. And I just said, when we were in this place, I could live there. This place, oh, I could yeah. live there. This place. And she said, yeah, but once you really live there, it loses its yes. luster. Well, yes. Your I'm, regular problems well, are just still your problems in a pretty place and you don't savor it the way you do on vacation. And so that is very true. Right. And I'm grateful. Some people come to Charlotte for vacation. God knows why. Probably just to go to Hilliard <laughs> Studio Method, which by the way is a great idea. But no, it's just, you know, if we lived in, um, I don't know, the Netherlands, we probably wouldn't have gin martinis every night. Or I don't we? know. <laughs> We hit that pretty hard. So you want to recap today? Let's let's do a little recap and then we'll um you know, the whole beauty of the traveling thing is to get outside of our space, right, is right. to reevaluate and recharge and and sort of I think sort of readjust and put our perspectives all into a nice good orderly form, which means our perspective is to be you know, enjoy life and yeah. take breaks and probably take more breaks than we need to or than we generally do, at mm-hmm. least you and I. And, or maybe not so much like a hard break, but like a better sense of Mm -hmm. how you spend your time, you know, at home and balancing that out. I think it is a reminder of why was I burned out and, you know, how to, a catalyst for change, a catalyst for what's working, what's not. Yeah. And how do I feel about all that? And also, you need to have a really fun travel partner. So I lucked out and got you, you as a travel partner. Yeah, I we, get an A plus. You get an A plus. A How plus about me? Plus. What about me? A plus plus. Yeah, because we just we just flow. We have the best time, and plus we reconnect. Yeah, I mean, well, you know that is very true, especially because I know that we work together sometimes live together and we're together a lot. And mm-hmm. you're one of my favorite people to be with. So it's not hard. Like I don't Did need, you ever get sick of me? No, I was trip? about to say, I don't need breaks <laughs> from you. Like it was really nice to 100% yeah. be in your presence and company and bracing and enjoying mm-hmm. all these new and beautiful and different things. So mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. do it again. We can do it again. I'm good with that. So let's highlight it a little bit. We'll okay. highlight our trip and then we'll just talk about yeah. all the fun stuff yeah. within it. Because you, you know, in her second career, she's probably going to have to work with Lucy Williams Travel, who is our travel agent. Yep. But Lee, you are a serious travel agent. You well, get, you get the it. best places. Yeah, it's great. So we'll give Lucy her 100th her shout out because she deserves out. it. She's yeah. the, everybody says, Lucy, you, you like- know, we're going to start taking cuts over this, yeah. right? I mean, we just literally talk. 
talk about you every single podcast. I yeah. I mean, people always ask, do you like Lucy as a travel agent? I'm like, yeah, first of all, she's a badass. I like her as yeah. a person. She's yeah. so easy to deal with. So first of all, she's easy to deal with, gets what you want. I always use her for booking hotels because mm-hmm. you get the upgrade. I use her for transfers because it's so nice to just know in a different country mm-hmm. that you're going to get from point A to point B. Um, we did some trains this time on our own, yes, which we don't always fun. do, which is super fun. So Yes. Use a travel agent, use Lucy and go explore. But I like to do, you know, find the restaurants or explore the neighborhoods and do some of that also on my own. So, and before we go into our, our, our story sort of, um, I want to say to everybody, whether you can afford it or not, Mm. make it happen. Mm -hmm. And I think we said that the podcast before this one, I want to say it again, because sometimes you need to hear it again. If you have no money, just barely enough to get by on, find a way. Just find a way because there are plenty of places to stay all over the world. Mm -hmm. But I really think getting outside of the United States of America, we are really in a cocoon here as far as all the political turmoil and all the stuff. And you get outside of here and the countries are side by side, in Europe at least, Mm -hmm. where we were traveling. And in the UK, it's it's got this whole vibe going on. And there's a whole different thing. And people just, while we're all the same, Gosh, we're just different in right. the best ways. And we can learn things from each other, mm-hmm. I think. so. No, definitely. And I think traveling lets you hear what other people have mm-hmm. perspectives about the United States. We were on a <laughs> bike tour throughout Amsterdam and had a kind of cafe break. And there was a family from Australia. Yeah. And he was like, so is the opioid epidemic like really bad where you live? And I thought, yikes. I mean, Yes, in the country, maybe not in Charlotte. And I think he was referring to bigger cities. But I mean, that and the guns and the politics, people don't want to be anywhere near this country. They're afraid of America. And I have to give them... They they should be because the news is like you know, guns and shootings all the time. And but it was funny because both of you are both of us reacted to the opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like that's like number eight down on the list mm-hmm. of stuff. I mean, yes, that is a huge crisis in this country. But gosh, there's so many more there also that we just hear slamming sure. in all the time, the gun violence, the, you know, the laws about women's bodies. And and they literally laugh at us. I always want y'all to know. And they they should laugh at us. And, and in a sad way, you know, like, what's up with your puritanical government that says women can't have any control over the body? So that's in every place we went to. Um, For sure. And they are also- They have their issues. That I was about to say. I mean, you ask one person how you like President Macron, and he's like, oh, Oh, yeah, you know, not doing it for us. Yeah. You know, a little laughable in Amsterdam. But, you know, the point is, it's not perfect anywhere, but I do think that, you know, the the bans that are are happening mm-hmm. here and the lack of egalitarianism is a is, real is a real problem. Thing. I but thought we it, talk about that all the time. We know this. <laughs> but I thought it was really funny and I didn't even talk to you about this. We were um biking through Amsterdam, which was one of our last that which which was our last stop, um, which we'll go into that because we did a ton of biking in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. And on one of the posters it said stop the ban. They stop all bans, but they were talking about Immigration, like drop immigration bans in Europe because it's literally from North Carolina to South Carolina to Georgia, is from Amsterdam through, you know, Belgium, Belgium to into France. France. I mean, it's like we did this train trip in like three, less mm-hmm. than three hours. Mm-hmm. You went through three countries and it's like, hey, let's give it a break on those bans. So they're, mm-hmm. they're mad about the big picture. We're all mad about the most 
I think some silly, silly, silly things we're trying to ban, like people's self-expression and all that, which we saw a lot of in London. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're hopping all over the place. Let's go. Let's go back. Let's go. Do you want to start with like kind of each place and what we thought about it? Or do you want to talk about, you know, shopping or food or culture, or your favorite experience or start any beginning. bloopers? Start, start at the beginning. beginning. Because we, I have two stories I want to tell. Okay. I'm going to wait till you get to them. All right. So you just... Flag me down okay. when you want to tell those stories about me and embarrass me. <laughs> so, number one, we flew into London, went outside of London. It's called Ascot, very posh, did it a very nice place. We decided that we would splurge there mm -hmm. um, very outside much. of a big city where you're you know, not in your hotel room as much. Mm -hmm. So we decided to splurge there and start with some rest and relaxation, um, meadows and fields for days. Meadows, beautiful. Uh, we were very surprised in the summer how cold it was. We didn't pack accordingly <laughs> at no, all. No, we had all these great summer outfits, great outfits. And all we needed was a sweater, a jacket, and a scarf because it was like the high would be 68, 7, 69, maybe a 70. No, 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 colder than that. It was, it was cold. And and we would go to dinner, and but they were nice enough to have blankets at dinner. Mm. This is right at our very first stop in, in England, mm -hmm. Calworth, mm -hmm. which I love. But bring your pocketbook full of money to this place. <laughs> the, we couldn't have stayed there much longer than no, we no, did. No, no, no. It yeah. was the most expensive mm -hmm. place we stayed. And we did three nights that included, you know, wandering the grounds. So we're all on campus, dinners at their different hotel, mm -hmm. uh, their hotel restaurants. And then one was their Michelin star dinner. So let yes. me say about Michelin stars. Yes. My take on that is I think that's fun. I have a few on my mm -hmm. list around the world, a couple that I want to go to, but that's not necessarily my vibe. Like they're great yeah. for unique creative food for incredible service and the sommelier is always really mm -hmm. good um but it's long and fancy and expensive well and it's not our me, most not necessary I, it's never and we've gone to a couple now it, but it's never our most memorable right. meal it's because there are too many dishes there's a lot going on and there's great service but it's not it's like it's not a highlight of my night right yeah but the highlight probably was you learning to love oh my god okay <laughs> Jen, okay, which I never drink, which, you know, we're not like big boozers with the hard liquor, right? No. We're wine people, you know, but we, this Calworth Park, which by the way, is very posh. Ascot had that. You already said it. But Ascot <laughs> had just happened. Like the prince and all his crowd. Like the royal Ascot They had horse just races. left the place. We had just missed them. But anyway, I'm sure they missed us too. But anyhow, <laughs> we, with this bartender, we were like, we don't know what we want. Mm -hmm. He said, I got you. Jen Martini. Uh, the first one was a gin and tonic. Oh, right. Tangeray 10 is our so new drink. Good. Yeah. It's not a new drink. Tangeray 10 no, is old. a brand of liquor. But it's our old, it's our new. Talking to your mic. It's our new thing. No, I know, but I'm clarifying. Tangeray 10 is not a drink. Tangeray 10 is a liquor. I know what it is. Well, you made it sound like it that. sound like a dumb, you know, like I'm from Concord or something. You I are. I know what it is. With tonic and a grapefruit. Yes. So we that was our takeaway from Calworth was the gin and tonic, which turned into gin the gin martinis. Now we're talking big girl stuff. Now we are <laughs> we are professional, you know. And every night we go, yes, you were like, I'll have one with a twist. Uh-huh. And I was like, I want a slightly dirty with an olive. And they're like, shaken or stirred? stirred. First of all, in London or in anywhere in Europe that we went to, no one said do you want it up or or straight? That's just such an American thing. If you're going to have a martini, it's going to be up, of course. That's the way 007 does it, right? 
Anywho, go ahead. Okay, so we learned about Jen. Yeah. <laughs> we got outside a little bit, good spa, good relaxation. Mm-hmm. We had our massage. Not too bad, jet good lag, food. all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay, so while we were there, our one experience, we left and went to Windsor Castle. We yes. had a beautiful guide. We had both been there way, way back in our lives, and it felt really different this time. I don't know. I like going yes. to a same place again, different vibe, and mm-hmm. just, I don't know, spatially. Yeah. It just felt different, and I liked that... You know, we had recently gone through a coronation, so right. it felt like a nice thing to do. And we liked good. our, we liked, and get a private guide. His name was Mike, and mm-hmm. he was great. Was that a Lucy recommendation, I think? Or Hotel. Did you find that? Hotel recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. We went, went through Windsor Castle, and that was beautiful. And great. But, you know, basically we got down, we were going to do like a boat ride down the Thames, and we got down there, and nah. No, we didn't do it. No, there are swans everywhere. And I kind of have a bird she's a freak. Bird out. freak. But what, <laughs> but as far as animals went, before we get out of Calworth, um, we took a walk one morning right after breakfast, and we went, "Oh, look at these pretty horses! <laughs> <laughs> these are all like Argentinian, like top dog horses." Which we just walked right into the whatever the corral stables, or the stables or whatever, and we were like, "Oh, we were petting the horses," and somebody rolled by and went, uh, "By the way." This is super private. Not part of the property. These are like bazillionaires' horses that you all are just like chicken around with. And um, then I got a great shot with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. One of them really liked me. They always do. And then this horse came right and then stared at me like, why are you leaving me? Because I was like petting him, her. Whatever. Remember your Snow White. Oh, yeah. I am Snow White. The animals just come to me. They come to you. Come to me. They come to you. So it's a real horseback riding polo. Mm-hmm. We didn't see a polo match. That would have been fun. Yeah. But um, we had fun. That was We had good. fun. That was perfect and restful and a good way to start your trip, which right. Lee is always good at, is we, you scheduled a massage the minute we got yep. there. And then- Powered through. We powered through. So take us to the next place. So, you know, we're in England. We're eating a lot of peas and ham. And <laughs> <laughs> we head into the city, which Lots is 20, peas. 30 minutes or so. With traffic, we stay at a great hotel tell called The Milestone, which is right in Kensington. You kind of can look out your window and see Kensington Palace to mm-hmm. get where we are. So we're checking in, which we have to work on our check It's also process. still freezing. Yeah. And I was, I mean, I had on every outfit I could wear. I had one coat I brought. London in July. Okay. Who New. Keep going. Yeah. So we're at the check-in process, which we have to fix because I I messed up and I'll never do this again. Everything needs to be booked in Liz Hilliard's name. So yeah, I'll no book kidding. stuff, put it in my name. Yeah, this maybe pisses me off. If there's one thing that pisses me off in life, I know. Is that I know. They come to my door and go, Mrs. Canelli. And I'm like, what? Hello, <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so go ahead. we check in two women. We probably don't look like we're a couple. We have different last names. And they're like, so this room with a king bed and we're like yes don't you fucking put me in a twin bed <laughs> yeah, yeah it was so funny no it, but yeah then they would go oh when Got the it. and the so guy then, the, the guy at the milestone and we were checking in when he kind of like grabbed onto what was happening between the two of us he goes oh wow i've got an upgrade for you and and he, and you had walked away. He goes, I'm not going to tell you about it. I want you to be surprised. And we went, well, we've got a lunch right now at this fabulous place, which I'll let you tell them about. And when we came back and we walked into this Whoa. surprise upgrade room, I have a video that I might literally put <laughs> on this podcast. It was called the Noel Coward Suite. 
who was like an ancient, like 40s, well, you're like a 40s movie star, but he had- Playwright. He had friends Uh that he He saw in this room. Flair. Flair. He was gay. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, this room was like the size of my lower story of my house. The bathroom was the size of this room right now. Yeah, that's inaccurate. This this was a major So I've never walked into a hotel. It's not two levels- Right, I've been yeah. into that kind of thing, but you walk in and just go down the stairs into your room, mm-hmm. and the carpet is all leopard. It's just crazy. It's so fast. Anyway, that was the milestone. Five stars for the milestone. Huge bathroom, huge dressing room. Yes, we could have stayed there. I literally didn't want to leave the room. No, no. But we did. We we left and did a few very cool did, things. Yeah, we we did a. Co- what was your favorite? My, Let's well, get to it. That, oh. Gosh. Okay. Are we going to get to the parade? Yes, of course. Okay. Well, we did get to run into friends and we got to great restaurants. She'll tell you about this. Okay. So about the second or third day. Second. Second day. We had plans. We were like, okay, we'll go to the Pride Parade. We're no, like, we didn't know it was... Well, sorry. We didn't know before we got there that Saturday true. was a Pride Parade. Was we the, heard that it was and yeah. we had tickets to Les Mis in the West End. So right. we were going to walk the park and right. see the parade and then go to the show. So... Knowing that we're going to be in, and I'm jumping ahead, in Paris on Bastille Day, we're like, lame is, yay, I've seen it, she's never <laughs> seen it. And then we hear there's the London Pride Parade going on, which I've been to the New York one, and that was quite incredible. Can I just say this? <laughs> Everybody in London is gay, okay? That means good stuff, but Lee and I look like the straightest people on the street, <laughs> and everybody in the city was out, yeah. and they were decked. And mm-hmm. I mean, decked. decked. And I lost my mind because I love a parade mm-hmm. and I love crazy self-expression. I mean, let's be real. I love drag queens and all that. And I was just like, oh my God. And I just started sprinting down the street mm-hmm. to find a really great place for us to like post up. Yeah. And you're going, Liz, what the hell? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> And there's like billions of people lines up back behind the barricades. I've never seen so many people. There's millions of people. And so I look back and Lee's like going, what the hell? And we get to this place in Piccadilly. Was it Piccadilly? Yeah, it ended in Piccadilly. Yeah, it ended in Piccadilly and it just stopped. And like people were like 20,000 feet. I mean, there was just so many people like smashed in together. And I'm tall, so I could sort of see that, oh, I see. We're going to go across the street here and... I turned back and Lee's crying. <laughs> not full out. I mean, she's I'm like, panicked. tears are coming down her face. No, brain. they're not. I'm panicked. Okay, they're they're about to pop out of your eyes. <laughs> and I look at you and I see you like really panicked. And yeah. I'm like, okay, we've got, I got this. And so I went into like... Protector mode. Protector mode. And so I'm like going through the crowd and, you know, somebody says, hey, don't shove. And I'm like, F you. You know, keep moving. <laughs> Oh, no wonder they hate Americans. No, no, no. I didn't say that. I was just like, kept moving because you were going to panic. And she's also short. So I didn't know what was going on. So you couldn't see above the crowd. No. I could see. You could see the light across the street. Yeah. But it was the street blocked off and we had to get across. And so everybody is just bottlenecked. I'm swarmed. They start opening the gate. We almost don't get through, but we get through and we get to the other side and it's fine. And I would like to add to your point about everyone is London and gay. Perhaps many are who don't regularly look at 
look like they are. Yeah. Perhaps they're just more accepting of gay people. Yes, and they are. It. They are very celebrated. And the few protesters, mm-hmm. which we only saw one or two, and they couldn't get up a group of more than like three or four. You know, we're doing the Bible thing, which all the people were just like, really? Could you just bring me something heavier than duty? <laughs> everybody was just happy. You know, everybody was, whether they were gay or not, dressed in drag or acting like they just were very accepting. All of London was just out and happy and it good. It was nice. And so, they, like I said, I like to say the story at the end of the day, it was one of the greatest fun days of my life and one of the hardest days of your life. And it all happened <laughs> in together. And once we got through the crowd, we were good. We were good. And so we went, yay, now we get to go see Les Mis huh. in West End, which if you haven't gone to a show in West End, it's so cool. And it's so different from Broadway. Mm-hmm. It's small. It's intimate. Less it's expensive. M- less expensive. <laughs> it's less uh, fancy. I mean, just fancy in every way. Like, you don't have to dress up. No. It's just, the theaters have great character. Oh, Yeah. So we rolled in and got a bottle of champagne. That's what they one. had to serve. We were like, okay. So you have some, you leave it with them, you come back at intermission. So three quarters of the way through the first part, act, half, whatever. First song. I, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I kind of start nodding off and I'm like, beautiful sounds. Ugh. So I'm falling asleep actively. So she's gone from panic mode, full out, <laughs> I'm going to die today, to... I'm nodding off in this dark theater. I'm like, it's Les Mis. This is one of the most famous plays ever. And you're like, then I'm done. <laughs> so we go out at intermission, get our champagne. We're like, want to stay? Want to go? Let's go. I mean, that's how easy no, we it was. Left. And that's why you want to travel with a good partner. Yeah. Because I looked at her, I'm like, I've already seen Les Mis. I know you how this is. Yeah, we know why... We know the end of it, and the music is great, and we can always listen to this uh-huh. later. But anyway, we got out of there and went to Jim Connor. Oh, right, right, right. I was just going to add oh. that I know that now I need, in dark theaters, <laughs> I need a bright and happy musical to keep yeah, me awake. Yeah, yeah. That when it's... Um, you need trolls. You no. Need I've seen like Tina Turner, MJ, all those. Yeah. I've never fallen asleep. No. When you get like... You dark. fell asleep in Hamilton. I did. I'm telling because it's dark and like the lights and my eyes just get smaller and they close. Okay. It's just my thing. It's fine. You're, so it was fine. So hilarious. then Soho was all blocked off because of the parade. People mm-hmm. were walking around. Mm-hmm. I think in three weeks in Europe, half to three quarters of your camera roll is the gay pride parade. No, day. it is. I've got so Easily. much footage and I, I kept putting it up on Instagram on my stories and she goes, that is you should, she went into teacher mode again. That is overdoing it, Liz. Take those videos down. And I'm like, well, why not? It's a parade, you know? So I, I, I edited it down to one really great, fun, feathery uh, video. Film. Yeah, so what you were saying is the dinner we had was at Gymkhana, which yeah. is a famous so Indian good. restaurant. Please I know it's worth London it. has a million Indian restaurants. We went to this one. It was Phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Honestly, you can go anywhere in London and have one of the best meals you ever have. Um, And it's a break from pub fair, peas, fish and chips. Not that we don't like that, There's great food in London, but it is Mm -hmm. nice to have something a little different along the way. Yes, we did. So, What else did we do? My favorite place in London is Chiltern Firehouse. We got in there for dinner. Such a good... Such a good dinner. Love a vibrant place. Mm-hmm. Candlelight on the table. Mm-hmm. Good bread. Your tables are going to be packed next mm-hmm. to each other. Get over it. Yeah. It's the way they do things. <laughs> yeah. It was fabulous. All of your, you're just going to be like this. Yeah. Right. Walked yeah. around a lot. Still stayed cold. Did we buy anything in London? Um, no. I wanted to buy a lot of pride things and you were like, nope. <laughs> 
No, no, we really didn't buy anything. I bought I, oh, so. I bought some new shoes. Remember my shoes, my golden Oh, geese. and Harvey Nichols or yeah. Harrods, one of those. Yeah, one you of those. You got golden geese, I did. I did. My, I don't know. I'm kind of a thing about that. But yeah, so we shopped. We had fun. We had great dinners. The milestone, though, was killer. The, and that was the one place we had the English cuisine at lunchtime. Oh, we had the Sunday, Sunday roast. Yeah, Sunday roast. It was very white glove, very, very fancy. And we, we actually loved that. That was fun. That was fun. It was in our hotel mm-hmm. and it was very <laughs> lovely and fancy. And we had a lot of fun people watching. Wait, can we just, one little story, <laughs> one little story, because we don't want to drag this on. But we sat down and we're having this fab. They gave us a great table. I guess since we were in the Noel Coward room, uh, they gave us this great table. We sat down and this, older, no, this kind of attractive, but way a lot of plastic surgery woman walked in and her daughter. And when I mean way, it was like, it was like Michael Jackson-esque, you know, the nose. apparent. It was very apparent and um, not subtle. And so they walk in, they're just like looking around, noses in the air. That that was left of their nose was in the air. (laughs) No judgment. Yeah. And they were, they sat right in my visual Mm -hmm. and in shuffles, like, I don't know, two minutes later, this really old man shuffling with a cane, we only assume it's her husband, possibly her father, no judgment on that. But (laughs) really the judgment here is that they treated him like, bad like yeah. she was like sit here honey sit down i mean they were i don't tre- know what she said honey she said if it was whatever dad or husband but she, they were treating him she mean. Was mean she was mean and and, she, and, he, and he looked down at the menu and he goes where are we <laughs> and they apparently come there every sunday for lunch now we're just being mean. Yeah. but i lost my well what yeah. was a little laughable too less about them is what Watching their reaction to the other group oh, yeah, that was in snooty. was a family of like eight, and they brought a kid. We'll get to the kids and travel yeah. in a minute. But it was a sweet child, you know, not doing anything wrong, but they just make noise. And so the looks and daggers that this woman was shooting them were it was worth bananas. it was worth the price of the seat. Yeah. So anyway, London was that. I'll um, drop the one more restaurant that you mentioned the day we got there. It's called Jacuzzi. Oh, so good. It's part of Pink Please Mama go Group. There. All their restaurants are good. But it's that so was good. our first one for lunch right by the hotel. And I would go fun. back there anytime for lunch, dinner, yeah. anytime. Yeah. Italian based. So then we left there. We got a- Off from London. Well, we, get, we did the channel for the first time. Yeah, baby. Do that, and but go first class, even though it's like not that much more money, but it's more money. I don't know the breakdown, but the Eurostar is nice. Eurostar. We had our one and only celebrity sighting. Oh, God. Yes. Emma Thompson. <gasps> she, I'm, we saw her up close and personal. She was right beside us. And, and you were like, Liz, stand up. I'm like, and <laughs> I stood up and there's, I'm, I'm eye to eye with Emma Thompson. So of course, being the, the, uh, rube that I am from Concord, <laughs> I turned myself away, took a little selfie. Has you Emma did. I was so mad at you. <laughs> Just get like, her in the she background. She see you doing this. It's fine. <laughs> Emma and our close. Fine. Um, but yeah, that was fun. She looked great. She did look great. She's beautiful, beautiful and woman. tall and yeah, yeah. gray haired. I almost went white haired while I was there. Yeah, of course, it almost close. is. Tomorrow, get my hair done. So thank God. We hopped off in Paris, took mm-hmm. a car out to Champagne. Mm, God. I mean, not so anything to talk about except it's wonderful. It's just like the first place we stayed, basically. Another, like, let's take it easy for a second before we go back into a busy capital city. Mm-hmm. Still cold. Beautiful views. Still cold. <laughs> Didn't get in the heated pool. It was not heated. The indoor pool was fine. Yeah. Spa, if, steam room. It was fabulous food, fabulous wines, fabulous champagne. Until I ate smoked salmon. Oh, wow. I forgot Here about that. Here we are. Is, Here we are. Blooper number two. Is this the one where, oh, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. This is maybe the highlight of the trip. I'm fucking glad you think that me, because food poisoning is the highlight she, of the trip. Because she lived. Okay. And I had a little bit, we don't know what we had, probably a little weird smoked salmon or something, but we had this big tour the next day of Monet. Not Monet, <laughs> not Monet, uh, Moet, Moet, and uh, and then a couple of smaller vineyards Champagne to go. Champagne houses, yes. So all night long, you were up, right? Mm-hmm. All Which night. meant I was up, but um, I was worried about you. But if it all worked <laughs> out, much. literally worked its way out, and so <laughs> she was th- thinking she felt better the next day. Well, we canceled right away. I woke up yeah, because I was up all go. night and just texted the travel agent there. That's another good thing about having the travel agent do this for you. There's a contact that I just said, mm-hmm. we've got to cancel the morning. There's no way I'm drinking champagne in an hour. We'll meet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start at noon and do the sm- two smaller houses. Uh-huh. So Feeling good. Get in yep. the car. Yep. Great driver. He's like, da 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 yeah. tells us everything we need to know about Champagne in that The whole moment. region is beautiful. Go to La Maison Penet, a small house mm-hmm. around the Champagne area, and he starts talking. He starts talking. And so um, we're all being very friendly, and it's a very private. We're having him just Lee and I private dinner with this guy, Venter, and you know our driver. And all of a sudden, Lee... <laughs> turns her back on us. There's just four of us, you know, this is not a big crowd and pulls out her her retainers. Okay. You know, the saga about the teeth, the braces are just off. She's got to wear the retainers, but the way she pulls them off, it was like, I thought she was pulling her whole teeth out. And then she kind of gags at the same time. And then she like doubles kind of into herself, you know, like if you're on YouTube watching, she's just like this. And I put she, my hand, there's like a barrel. And put she puts on. her down. She goes, uh, I need, did you say you needed to I, I don't know. I don't know if you spoke. I just <laughs> saw, saw a bench. I'm like, you need to sit down and put your head between your knees. And she said, she said to our guy who speaks beautiful English, but he still is in shock. Do you have a wafer for some water? And he goes, what? Anyway, so she's going down. All I can say is the color of her face was solid white, as white as white as white can be, like the whitest sheets you've ever seen. And her eyes became like Sylvester on the Adams family, big round, (laughs) dark circles. Like within seconds, you went from I'm alive to I've now died, but somehow my body is sitting up. And I thought, this is it. So then I'm like, she couldn't even get her head between her knees. Mm-mm. And so she laid down instead on this bench. And you took pictures of me. I did because <laughs> I had to, you know, just in case whatever is going to happen, I needed documentation and which we're glad. We <laughs> and she then, she finds her voice and she goes, you just all, keep going. y'all just carry on and pretend I'm not here. She looks like a corpse. And so these two guys, this French guy is like, well... I'll get you some bread. Anyway, so we keep talking. And so we act like, literally, we're trying to act like you're not there. I'm like, she's dying here. So, <laughs> you know that feeling? Like I've been throwing up and sick all night long, hadn't had anything, get in the car. Yeah. I'm like, I can do this. And then like the sweat beads just start to pop up. out. It's like Kristen Wiig and Bridesmaids. Like, I've got to ugh. give her credit. I would have been 911ing myself to the hospital. That's true. You really were, incre- this was a puke and rally like you read about. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. So then we go, then she goes really in her sweet voice and her death look. She goes, is there a bathroom nearby? 
And he goes, yes, right there. So she goes in the bathroom and I know it's getting ready to go. It's going to be volcanic. It's going to be like a lot of noise and all these things. So so we we move ourselves into the next room and I'm carrying on the conversation with these two French guys, which I hear barely. And I'm just trying to keep the volume high. Keep the volume of our voices high enough so we don't have to listen to any of the stuff that's happening because it is happening. And so it's been like, I mean, a hard five, seven, eight minutes. Yep. And I'm like, I have got to go check on her. And so I go around and like, because I was afraid she was just passed out on the floor now. And she's like, I'm fine. Get out of here. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I'm like, do we need to get out of here? Get out of here. She goes, no, just give me a minute. She comes out of the bathroom in like two minutes. Face has been splashed with a lot of water, apparently. She's got color in her cheeks, sits down. She has a glass of champagne and a pigeon or some kind of fowl. It was called guinea fowl or something. Filled with gravies and stuff that would have... (laughs) It was was heroic. It was the most heroic rally I have ever seen in my life. So then we just had dessert and more wine. Jeez, and she dessert. just moved on through. <laughs> I really recovered beautifully. You really recovered. It was a it, it, it was a great story of your um I mean your ability. You are a superhero. To spice it up and give you a laugh. Yeah, and then we went to the next guy. We kept going. Oh, we went to the next venture and you uh, venture and you just kept rolling. You were just fine. I was fine. Yeah. So that was our big. That was the highlight of champagne. Highlight of champagne was the, the hotel's royal champagne. It do is it. royal. It is beautiful. The it's, views are great. Again, bring your pocketbook. This one's yeah, expensive. That was, <laughs> it wasn't Calworth, but it was close. It, yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. All right. Then. Yeah. Back to Paris. Yes. Back to oh, Paris for a few days. So dreamy. Yeah. And and stayed in a really good, more reasonable place. What was the name of that one? Yeah. Pavillon Faubourg yep. on the mm-hmm. left bank in Saint-Germain. Right. Quiet, nice street. Again, great service, great Beautiful. restaurant. Downstairs, a little cave workout. Yes. They, I think you can have massages or spa, but we really just did the mm-hmm. steam room and jumped in the plunge pool. Yeah. Um, I, I did work out that. that morning. When you went to a bar class, I sat downstairs in the wine cave and lifted heavy weights. Ow. Yeah. And, t- and you, you, I mean, you, there's really nothing to say about the bar class you went to. So don't yeah. name it, but tell oh, well, I went to one in London, one in Paris, and one in Amsterdam mm-hmm. to just check the scene, see if we're missing anything, mm-hmm. see what's going on in the world. <laughs> Nothing. Not much. Nothing. Well, it turns out that we've got the best method there is. I True. mean, I kind of knew it. This is why I was like, okay, you go to the classes. <laughs> I will do have the, coffee. I'll have coffee or I'll lift my weights. So that's what we did. Um, but I yeah. just think the main difference was one, zero upper body. Yeah. So in two classes, I had 0.5 kilograms, which is maybe one. It's one and a half pounds. pounds. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, you might need those for whatever reason or not interested. But I mean, right. if you just look to my right, you'll see that like upper body strength is really important and it balances the body. And so there was no like plank and push-ups. There's no heavyweight work. Um, the instruction was interesting. The best instructor was in Paris, mm-hmm. just like upbeat and on the beat and planned class and very confident. Still no one talked no one to the people. To no, no. Com- I mean, I just... Uh, when people walk into our studio, the whole thing is excitement to see them and meet them and learn about them and use their name, all class. I mean, I think that is what differentiates us Mm -hmm. for sure from most or these that I went to. I mean, three is a very small sampling of around the world, but 
Um, well, we have people that uh, stream us from there. And so I wonder, like, if we went in to open mm-hmm. a studio in Paris or in Amsterdam or somewhere, Which we, we would have to you know, tone, it back. tone it down. I mean, it, it's... Well, I mean, everything yeah. gets toned down. Like the Winston studio, they're not doing what we're doing today in Charlotte. No, no shade on you, Winston. No, it's not reach. meant to be. It's like we've been... You know, these clients have been learning mm-hmm. what we've been doing for over a decade. Right. So if you've been open for three months, you're getting Hilliard Studio Method, just mm-hmm. not like the right. flair. But yeah. the, no, that's zero shade. They're doing a remarkable job. They are. And Winston-Salem. So yes, bar classes there. I'm In sure Paris. there's some great places, but the ones I hit. But I have to say, and, and also on the desired. street, I mean, we did all this incredible brunch. I'll let you tell them about the brunch and all that, but you don't see people overweight in Paris. Mm-hmm. You just don't. You don't see people overweight in Europe anywhere. In Amsterdam, I literally didn't see anyone. And they are, I'm watching them because we're they are out on the streets with them everywhere else we're going. Uh, they are having their croissants, croissants in the morning. They're having bread and drinking wine, basically, at lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. And they just live a really uh, joie de vivre, healthy lifestyle that Americans are more apt to go push, 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 go, go, go. You know, cram something in your mouth for lunch that's fast food, that's unhealthy. They really savor. I mean, we mm-hmm. when we wanted to leave after three hours of meal, yeah. we had to raise our hand. I mean, because they're like, you're, there's no turning over the tables in Europe. Right. There's, you know, have a seat. We'll bring you a drink. Right. We'll bring you food whenever you're ready, or you can sit as long as you want. So. And it may be different further out from mm-hmm. within cities when the space is limited, et cetera, and people mm-hmm. are in a walking demographic. I mean, same in New York, you're not in a giant supermarket with 17 aisles of things in boxes. So you go mm-hmm. in and you get, you know, some frozen food things, but mostly it's all fresh food and produce. It's fresh. It's fresh food and the wines and the whole thing. I mean, literally every single day, I don't think there was a, I know there was, there was one day because I was like, okay, I'm not going to drink at lunch for some God knows reason. <laughs> but I remember we had a glass of some kind of a light, good crispy white wine with whatever we were having for lunch. And then at night we had uh, our gin martinis <laughs> and a drink. And, you know, yeah, I, I venture to say, yeah, we probably, we, you know, kind of time. Our, that's drinking a whole lot. That's drinking a lot. But it's not over drinking each day and mm-hmm. it's never feeling sick or tired. We were or, never hung over. <laughs> I was just like, okay, this is good. Um, But however, we are at the foot of the cross this week. We're taking it. We're drying out a little bit. We are drying out a lot. Paris highlights. We did the Mm -hmm. retro Paris sidecar tour, which was lovely. I'd seen about it. Lucy hooked us up with that. Super good. These are the type of guys that are like young and rogue. Cute and fun. Yeah. Adventurous. And they drive the, the... motorbike and you sit in the sidecar. You sit in the sidecar and you fly through Paris. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. When we went up to Montmartre to see that, Mm -hmm. because we, I knew we weren't going to walk up or have the time to do that. So you got a quick tour. Um, Going back to the first night, we went to a cabaret. (gasps) Oh my God. What's the name of this? Terra de um, Latin. You have to go to this. Or a good cabaret. A good cabaret. It was not only what you expect, a cabaret. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. sexy. It's all this. But the dancers and the sing- the people in this cabaret, I would put them against anyone on any Broadway stage. It was really well really done. Good. It was top notch, top shelf, and sexy as hell. Very. I mean, it was 
very sexy. It's not somewhere you want to take your teenage daughter or your teenage son. It would be uncomfortable. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, you know, the sexual expression, especially in Paris, as we know, I think most people know that it's just wide open and we weren't watching sexual acts, but we were watching the real imagination of, I mean, there were some scenes that were just beautifully done mm -hmm. and it was very sensual. Well, and beautifully for me, done. it was the physical ability. Ugh. I mean, the actual show at first I was like, this is kind of weird before they started and everybody's in animal costumes and the food is not good. So beautiful. These you people skip the beautiful. food and go straight to the show. Yeah. But once they started, it was three hours, the same dancers straight up back to back to back to back yes. doing not even dancing like acrobatics. So there was one that was my favorite that was a different mm -hmm. couple. He was in a bathtub. She was in aerial. They were soaking wet, flipping her. I was like, what it was is happening? So go see them. We'll mm -hmm. we'll put in our show notes the name of this cabaret. But honestly, there's a couple of them. And, and somebody have, recommended Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse. You We've have to see this in Paris. You Moulin have Rouge. to. We've done Moulin Rouge, it's a and that's the world famous touristy. one. But it was fun. Same thing. It but was great. It, it's more like really, really touristy, and I like it. But I, I loved this one. Mm -hmm. This was my, one of my highlights. So, okay, another highlight. Um, okay, if you're ever in Paris on a Sunday, yes. Oh my god! Please go to brunch at Plaza Athene. Again, take your pocketbook. Yeah, but not. It's for so good. What you get? Yeah, it is a lot, but not more than yeah, just like a long. So right. it is bread on the table, fruit on the table, yogurt on the table. Then you get the best. salads and tea sandwiches and, and then you pick an and caviar and, and then you get the dessert. Uh, the flan. Which we don't do. Which we don't do at brunch. We were like, we'll, we, we'll skip it. And he was like, no. No, you won't. No, he, no you won't. That's ridiculous. You're not going to skip it. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we got this flan. We got three things, of course, but all we can remember was the flan because mm. it was the best thing I've ever put ever. in my mouth. And the beauty of the sweets and the dessert was it was not sweet. It wasn't right. too sweet. Like I, I really don't, people never understand this. I literally don't like the taste of sweets, mm -hmm. but this was like, Everything's like light, just kind of sweet, but all the hook good. So, and then like fresh juices, tea, coffee, mm -hmm. champagne, mm -hmm. all included. There is live music, like a woman singing a man on guitar. There's flower petals. There's fla I mean, the best service everywhere. Yeah. This room is gilded. Go. Just go. It was a very cool experience. And then walk down the street and see the uh, Dior Gallery. <sighs> Holy cow! It's going on right now. Uh, the exhibit of Christian Dior. It's one of the most beautiful beautiful things I've ever walked through in my life. Mm -hmm. It was really, it's fashion. I don't care who you are, whether you like fashion or not, go, just go. And then we can't stay in Paris too long, but without saying something about Versailles and the night that oh, we God, walked, went so to Versailles. Oh God, epic things. Yeah, because we're running okay. low on time here. We've got to move forward. These people are probably already asleep. But Saturday nights in the summer, they open the gardens, light the fountains, yes. have orchestra music piping through, and then when they the serve sunsets, champagne. <laughs> and when the sun sets, it was ten fifty. A fireworks show happens. Yeah, it's ten fifty. We were like, there. Louis's house in the back lit up. Yeah. There's the main fountain. You look out over the water and yeah. it's a 10 minute, really good fire. It's the most show. beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I the sound, the, it sounds like there's orchestras in the bushes. Like yes. You could, when we walked in, I said, is there an orchestra in yeah. these bushes? I mean, it was, it was like you were right in, in Louis's palace it, with the sound. You sounds. were with Louis. I was there. He we was were right there. down the aisle from me. <laughs> Uh, it was beautiful. That was epic. Go. So there go. was at that brunch and at that. Kids, take your kids. Go. Yeah. We won't go into kids, will we? I mean, there's 
just a lot of people traveling with kids who are letting them don't, overrun their don't, families. Don't, and, don't travel with kids. I mean, young kids. kids who don't need yeah, to travel with them when they're seven, eight, nine, ten. But with these little Whatever. babies and strollers, they don't care about Versailles and all that. They're exhausted and they're wearing you out. We saw a lot of that. So that's a whole different story. <laughs> I, I'm really over that. The, you know, the kids in first class on the planes and all that. No. Thanks, no. No, thanks, no. We're not doing that. Um, Off to Amsterdam. Let's yeah, move on. Let's move on. We have to. Oh. So we got on another train. We, we, we trained through, you know, as we said, three countries, and it was so fast and so fun and so well done. And, and we overpacked and really needed the help of the people who <gasps> to help us get okay, our yes, suitcases on the train. But when you carry a suitcase that weighs 1.5 tons <laughs> and you have to reach up and high up over your seat. And not kill other people. Oh, and there was one point where mine, the gravity got mine, and I just kept backing into this man. He was like, you need to you not need sit to down on me. But yeah. So Amsterdam, neither of us had been, mm-hmm. and I fell in love immediately. Uh, oh, immediately. the Dylan. Oh, I know. It was the best. Sorry. That was one of your favorite hotels. Uh, our room, we walk in, there's this masterful master bedroom, and then you walk down this winding staircase to our <laughs> dressing room bathroom, which was just to me just sexy and beautiful and yeah. good. Quaint. It really was indicative of yeah. Amsterdam. Houses, mm. row houses side by side connected, very tall. Yeah. Very nooky. It was beautiful. And we stayed in this room right outside the courtyard mm. and the food was delicious and the, and the service. service was off the hook. And we stayed a lot at the hotel. And yeah. so I loved doing that because we were yes. there four nights. So we the knew same our bartender, bartender well. Philippe was there. Yes. There's another young guy, Hyle. 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 He just would smile when he saw us. They and, had oh. bikes the very first morning. And this is one, another example of, you know, roll with the flow or don't do it. And Lee goes, we have a 9 a.m. bike ride for 18 miles through the countryside. <laughs> And I'm like, come on, you know, I'm not going to get up and do an 18 mile bike ride, but I did. You did. And it was so much fun. We went to the dikes. I tried to hashtag dikes at the dike, but she wouldn't let me do it on Instagram. There it is. We got it in. We got it in. So I told you I was going to do it. (laughs) I got it on the podcast. And the bike, it's Amsterdam's flat. Yeah. So it It was was a very not strenuous, but a very good bike. So you take the ferry, which is free. Because you everything's pay high free. taxes and everything's free like that. The very first night, our guy said, oh, yeah, we t- we t- we tax the rich people more here. And I was like, brilliant. <laughs> okay. And so everybody gets to do everything for free. And it's, you know, it's a, dem- it's a democracy. Uh-huh. They have a king. They have a parliament and all that. But, um, yeah, everybody's just loose. And everybody literally, we thought it was legalized drugs. Fine. It's not. They just don't care. They're not interested in passing any rules about <laughs> drugs. And so everybody's got all kinds well, of Well, so they were dealing with more heroin issues. So yeah, they, they paid did. attention to those and let they, the You'll get arrested for heroin. Go. And we did not promise go to into, in a, into any of the coffee houses. We did. Coffee houses where you buy pot and stuff. Yeah, it's not a coffee house. Yeah, it's not a coffee house. But we didn't want to do that. We weren't interested. But we did buy some mushrooms. My, But like, Good stuff. No, the good, not, 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 uh, not, not mushrooms. Yeah. Not the kind that you trip on, but the kind like that's so helpful. Tinctures. Healthy. Yeah. Tinctures of chaga, of lion's mane, and reishi. Uh, reishi. Yeah. Which I so took that's some your takeaway from Amsterdam. Thanks for sharing. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, was, but do, if you can go in the countryside, do. It was a very bucolic. Cows, Just, yeah. sheep, windmills. My greatest moment. And another, it's, still, it's on another. my Instagram stories. I made a little thing on my Instagram about that because. When we were on our bikes, all of a sudden, these sheep were coming at us. And we stopped, and I asked our guide, I'm like, Leah, 
are those sheep going to hurt? These are like a hundred sheep. Are they going to run at us? Are we, are we just going to sit here and let them do this? And she goes, oh, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh, we need to move now. And we had to get out of their way because the sheep herder who, who had an award-winning like flag, flag. in his uh-huh. farmhouse or whatever was herding these, like a bunch of sheep. How many? A hundred or something? Probably. And they were running toward us and I don't know what makes me laugh so hard about sheep, but I love it. It's them. like the sound and the clip clock. They're the just vibe. so funny. They're cute. They're so cute. And so that was a highlight of our countryside tour. And then on the way, whole way back after that, since we were downwind of sheep and I'm allergic to wool, all I did <laughs> was, sneeze. was sneeze the whole way back. I'm like, I love country and nature. I can't handle it. It was, I don't know how we're together. I mean, I'm like, but I do, but I'm just like, Lee, you're... Yeah, she's like a little sensitive. She's so sensitive. We're just, she's sneezing her head off, and our guide is like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, <laughs> "Well, we're out here with sheep. We're downwind. The wind's blowing like crazy, and you were just like sucking up all that yep. sheep stuff. So sheep stuff, wool, dander. So then we did a day on our own with bikes from the hotel. That was, <laughs> that was fabulous. Best day. Best day. So every the minute you get to Amsterdam, everybody goes, "Watch out for the bikes," and they're serious because they don't. Stop they will for run you. over you. They don't stop for cars. They come from the right. They go first. They, they are healthy fast. people. They are. Everybody's on a bike. Almost nobody has a car. Or maybe they have cars. They just don't drive them. Everybody's biking. And you're talking about high heels, briefcases, yeah. full tie suits. Everybody's biking. And they are flying. And they are. They know what they're doing. So, they we, are, so we took our own joy ride. Hit a great spot for lunch. Libertine we, Cafe. But let me then just we say, went to you, the park. Yeah, but you better, you got to have a little bit of like chutzpah. Chutzpah. Because you can't get out there and go, I'm just going to tool around. No, 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 no. You got to get in that damn traffic and go, here we go. Act like you know what you're doing if you yeah. don't. Yeah. And then you do. And we had a blast. It was fun. That was one of my favorite days where you just wander and we mm-hmm. hit Vondel Park as their main park. It's smaller, but essence of Central Park where everybody's just out and about. And mm-hmm. so just kind of rolling through that was so much fun. Yeah. A um, little bit of shopping, lots of good eating. A place called Jan's is at the Pulitzer Hotel. Yes. Uh, Pesca's, cool seafood. All the seafood is so good. It's De- healthy. Oh, Dacos. Yes. We yes. went a little bit out of the city Holy and that was cow. a greenhouse. Go find it. Oh, All, Everything that you eat on your platter comes out of the greenhouse. And you start again. This is a lunchtime. They bring you champagne to start. Then they just you don't act, you don't order. They bring you what they have. Yep. And you will not be disappointed. No. They're not one thing. We even ate the dessert there because it was again not too sweet. And oh, then we laid that. in a field in the sun because <laughs> again it was cold. And the sun felt so good. And we kind of napped that right behind beautiful. it. Napped in a field. Yeah. Wasn't that fun? It was fun. And that's the beauty. I think yeah. that's really a part of the takeaway. Is Yes, when you go to a big city and you want to get everything in, I get it. You know, there's the Van Gogh Museum, the Rijks Museum. Mm-hmm. We didn't go in, and I'm okay with that. I wanted to wander around yes. and feel what's it like to be there to and be watch here. people and just kind of do that joie de vivre. And that's what we did. The one thing we got to get off this because we're going long um, was we did go to the Anne Frank Museum. Oh, we, wow. we went to her actual house, which you find a way to get yourself there and do the headset. Like a friend of ours said, do the headset so you hear it and tour the house and then start watching the movie we're watching. A Small Light. A Small Light. It's right now on Hulu or on YouTube, correct? Yes, both. And it's episodes. It's so good. And what the takeaway from being in that house for mm-hmm. me, for mm-hmm. those moments, which we were just silently in awe Everybody. over this thing. Yeah, no one is speaking. You're going through, you're just, no one is speaking. Maybe a tear is shed, but 
is you see the propaganda pro- posters from Hitler. You see the, the the people that put their lives on the line for the Jewish people that were being just hauled off and, and killed into these concentration camps. But you, it is too close to home. Mm-hmm. It is too close to home. When you see the propaganda, it, it was about the fear mm-hmm. and the Jews being like horrible and we had to kill them and in the Heil Hitler stuff and the whole, everybody just got into a frenzy around Hitler and it felt real similar. It did. To what's going on in America right now. It felt scary. And so I would say go see that because these are things that history's already proven will kill us. That's right. And it will destroy the society. Germany has done an incredible job coming back from this, but this shame will always be theirs. And and it we just don't want that to happen. No, again. And any country wasn't that long ago, and you don't necessarily eighty years ago have to less than seventy something. Yeah, you don't have to go to the Anne Frank Museum. It was just an incredible reminder mm-hmm. ago. This wasn't that long ago. We all know the horrific outcome of the Nazi. Hitler era, the concentration camps in that Mm -hmm. war. And to think that if we do the same thing, that a different outcome will Mm -hmm. happen, we're idiots. And and before we stop this, one thing that I really was was poignant to me in in the Anne Frank house was it started with small things. Like Jews just can't shop between three and five. No, they can only shop between three and five mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jews can only go to this swimming pool. They can only go to this theater. Oh, no, they can't go to theaters at all. Oh, now that it was small movements that became this. It didn't just all of a sudden Hitler go, oh, we're going to round up all the Jews and throw them in concentration camps and we'll kill them. It was a small, and people, sort of like the burning of the, I mean, the boiling of the lobster, it resonated with this country right now. The bans on just oh well, whatever. Who cares? I mean, let let this Florida doesn't get let to get Florida married. be Florida. And we, you know, we who likes gays anyway? Or who trans bothers me? Fine. Again, Banning let that books. be. Don't ban it because those things those things mount up to these massive changes that will destroy a society. Yeah, it's a no win scenario. So. That really drove in on the Anne Frank Klaus to right. both of us. Right. And for me also, climate change, you know, in mm. a couple decades, a place as beautiful as Amsterdam with the canals that they've controlled very well will be underwater. Right. And it's just ignorant to think, to spend so much time putting other groups down, putting restrictions on other groups of people who are not doing anything wrong and not focus on a better way to save our planet. Right. We're, we're going to lose it. Right. And a better way to love each other and to be in connection instead of to decide that because you disagree with them that they can't have their life. Mm -hmm. Self-expression is everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Loving and supporting other people aren't just like us is everything. And I think that is the bottom line. Yes, we love taking a break, adventuring, seeing beautiful things, other cultures, eating, drinking, shopping, all the things. But really those, that's, that's the end of the day. And getting outside of our own bubbles. We live in an American bubble. You know, everybody lives in whatever their bubble is, neighborhoods or countries. And, uh, and people go, oh, I'll wait till my kids are older or, oh, I'll wait till I have more before a 1k or whatever you're waiting on. Don't wait to travel because we are all so much alike. And we all want, people want to be friendly to each other. Mm-hmm. We never ran into anybody at all, zero. No. That was anything but, oh, welcoming and... and uh, yes, and I think that's a that's really universal. important message is that when you do travel, 
if you're tired or something's going wrong or something bad has happened, Mm -hmm. take a deep breath and step back a notch and be nice because we saw one lady be really rude and demanding about a hotel in Paris. And it's just like that, you know, that's why other countries or people don't like us, right? (laughs) So you have to go out into the world and represent yourself and your country and your people. Right. And And respect their customs. And please do it. Please get outside of your area and and go travel and uh, and be ready for Hilliard Studio Method to be opening in yes. uh, Amsterdam London, soon. Paris, and Amsterdam. <laughs> That's right. Oh, baby, thank you for that trip. That was, was fun. So good. It was so much fun. It was so thank good. you. And uh, we're going to leave you all. This was a long podcast, and thank you for bearing with us. And please uh, let us know your travel plans and have fun. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com. Bye.